whatever the issue, we all want a fair hearing. A bit of advice, which is good counsel for claim professionals wrestling with the issue of choice of counsel. Hi, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates, and I want to welcome you to the Claims Coach Podcast, which is aimed at helping great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. We're going to round out our ongoing discussion of the past few weeks with regard to counsel selection conundrums. Say that three times fast. Triple C. And the point of this podcast is that regardless of the outcome, regardless of your decision on choice of counsel, give the policyholder a fair hearing and let it make its case for preferred counsel. So a lot of claim professionals, and and I'm one of them, have a resistance reflex, maybe even a gag (laughs) reflex, when they encounter an insured who wants to go off panel, to go their own way, as Fleetwood Mac would say, and choose their own defense attorney. And in a way, it's understandable to policyholders uh, that they may have strong feelings. In some cases, insureds, especially commercial accounts, somehow feel that their reputation is at risk by settling a claim, especially if you're dealing with a product liability claim or a professional liability claim. Another factor is that many commercial accounts hold the view or the stereotype that insurance companies are too quick to pull the settlement trigger and pay dubious claims. In the view of some insurers, this simply encourages more nuisance value claims and settlements. For the insurance company, you know, it's often, I heard from the time I was a trainee adjuster, the only good file is a closed file. And the quickest way to close a file is to pay the claim. But for policyholders, certain claims they feel need to be resisted and fought uh, gets their back up, okay? Uh, Some accounts feel they deserve their day in court. They want to be exonerated, even though the results of a trial uh, are rarely going to be pure exoneration. Others suspect that the defense attorney or the defense firm, which relies on an insurance company for a steady flow of referrals and cases, identifies the insurance company as the client instead of viewing the defender, defendant policyholder as the client. So these are factors in play as to why some commercial accounts or their brokers or both want their own, with their own separate counsel. In any event, astute claim professionals, we have to be sensitive to the fact that certain accounts and policyholders and brokers are exquisitely sensitive to what law firm and what attorney represents them at court and at trial. And even if the topic at renewal comes up, and even if the insurance policy wording seems to give the insurance company the right to select counsel as part of the defense obligation. Some accounts will request or insist that they select counsel and not be forced to choose from the limited menu represented by panel counsel. 
So the process is important. All the more reason why it's vital to give the insured, give the policyholder a fair and open-minded hearing, even if you, as the claim professional, ultimately decides to stick with panel counsel and not select the policyholder's choice of defense firm. Structure the situation where the policyholder, even if they didn't get their way, goes away from the experience feeling like it got a fair hearing. This can be in the form of a conference call uh, between the account, the broker, and the claim professional. It can be an in-person meeting with Skype and video conferencing. It can be by phone and by screen. But this is typically uh, not the kind of issue that's going to be resolved by shooting letters or emails back and forth. In fact, the kind of communication, that kind of communication, can escalate, become counterproductive, and cause all parties to become solidly more deeply entrenched in their respective positions. Also, the claim professional should be prepared for the broker and the account to make an end run around the adjuster or the frontline claim handler to plead their case. I've been in that position where they've gone over my head, they've gone around me appealing to the, to the underwriting department or to the CEO. Uh, I've had some appeal to the underwriting department thinking that the underwriter will reach a, a more active, more receptive audience and that somehow the underwriting department can override the decisions of the claim handler. Other times they may go over the adjuster's head to the claim supervisor, the claims manager, the VP of claims. Be prepared for this. In fact, better still, be proactive and give the account underwriter a heads up. Uh, or give your boss uh, or boss's boss a head up. Explain that situation. Recap briefly your talking points as to why you think panel counsel is a better option. And if you sense or learn that upper management is not going to support you or is ambivalent or waffling on the issue, you better reconsider. If you're not going to get air cover from upper management on the issue, there may be little point in going to the proverbial mat and wrestling over choice of counsel. So this is a, this is a delicate issue that applies not just counsel choice, but coverage decisions and other unpopular calls that claims people have to make. Some bosses will support you when it's one-on-one -on -one time. Um, others are chameleons. They assure you that they are behind you 100%, and then facing a determined broker or policyholder, waffle and cave in. So know with whom you're dealing with and with whom you're reporting from a boss standpoint. So I think one main takeaway is to not get ego invested, not get emotionally invested in your choice of counsel. It's not the end of the world. And if upper management overrides your recommendation, don't take it personally. Do the bidding of the higher ups and move on to do your best job in supervising counsel defending the case, and servicing the policyholder. And if you really have issues with regard to the upper management support, 
step back and ask if you're in the right role. Some closing thoughts. We often hear that the journey is the reward. I think that applies here because likewise the process of reaching consensus, of reaching a decision about council selection, that process is often as important as the end result decision. Ideally, the policyholder, they may not like the decision, but they can console themselves that they received a fair hearing and they understand the reason for the adjuster's council selection, even if the customer or account didn't necessarily like it. Hey, if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach podcast on iTunes and leave a review. For more information on Quinley Risk Associates and my menu of services, please visit me on the web at www.claimscoach.com. Connect with me on Twitter. It's at ClaimsCoach. That's one word, at ClaimsCoach. I'm also on LinkedIn. So I want to thank you for listening and be sure to check back for future claim and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.